For everybody to know the origin story of like how Titan Medical Center started and you know kind of what took place and how we got to where we're at today and kind of just give you the background story on some things so that way you guys don't always just see all the cool flashy fun things you guys you know can get to know the little a little bit more about me and John absolutely you know you know um, I think it's a, a, a good thing to bring this up because I mean we've been doing this for over nine and a half years now right um, tight medical center and you know people always ask us where did Titan Medical Center come from? How did you guys get into this? So Titan Medical Center is something that we created. We didn't buy into a franchise. Mm -mm. We didn't take other people's things and run with it ourselves. Mm -mm. Um, there was no outline on this before. There wasn't people like us in the business that were doing what we were doing that we could just look at and emulate or copy or anything like that. You know, we created it with our own blood, sweat, and tears, day in and day out, um, you know, people forget that stuff. And, you know, if you don't believe me, I implore you, just check out our social media pages and go back the nine and a half years to when we started. Mm -hmm. And you'll see all the different, God, I look at those posts now, I'm like, oh my God, what we're we doing. Um, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do though, but, right? you know, you can see all these things. So, what's up guys, how you guys doing? Thanks for joining us what's for up, this. What's up? So we're going kind of the origin of, you know, how we got here in Tight Medical Center. This is Sharice's Healthy Lifestyle Soapbox. Oh yeah, Healthy so, Lifestyle, okay? It's, it's Don't, and my, I'm sorry for everybody out there that says that I'm annoyed, because I am super annoyed on like so many different levels, it's not even funny. And it's been like, building up over you know x period of time so i'm like all right i think it's time for us to tell the like you know obviously the whole story you guys would probably be sitting here a couple of days but <laughs> um i can condense the story into something you know a little bit shorter let's say and you know just kind of tell you guys where like where we came from and stuff like that so that way maybe some people can understand a little bit more about me and john and how you know like i said you know how we got here so all right so in reference to me specifically, right? So my background before it, all of this, right? Like when I grew up and I always tell people all this all the time, my mom, I'm sure she's gonna watch this later and I'm sure I won't hear the end of her mouth, but um, you know, I don't come from money, right? So my parents lived from paycheck to paycheck. My dad worked three jobs. My mom worked her normal nine to five. You know, she came home, she'd cook, clean, da, 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 whatever. And, you know, we went to after school daycare, you know, all of our stuff was funded. You know, I got the free lunch at school. I mean, I'm telling you, it just, it was one of those. Like I literally didn't come from anything, right? So everything I've ever wanted, I've always had to work for. So my very first job, mark my words, outside of babysitting my little brother, because that was easy money. Um, but my very first job, was because I, I think I was like 14 years old. I don't even think it was legal for them to hire me at the time. And it's actually, you probably oh, put it out there. It's a place called Val's Basket Warehouse, right? <laughs> and it's in Tampa. And they were, I was like, I'll work for whatever. I'll do whatever, you know, just give me a job, you know, cause I, I really wanted this pair of Nikes. And my dad told me, he's like, I'll provide you with what you need and whatever you want, you're gonna go work for and you're gonna get. And I'm like, okay, well then I guess I better go get a job. He's like, I guess you better go get a job. So then I went and got a job. So my very first job was that. And what I was doing at the time, they had me doing, is like, you know, it's a couple little scanning things here and there. But the biggest job was, and I can't believe, I look back on this, like, I don't even know how I, how this is, is I, 
I'm so, I have so many skills <laughs> and this is why, you know? So the, one of the jobs is like breaking down boxes. So like mm -hmm. you'd open up the box, you'd have to take everything out of it because it was this basket warehouse and they had all these cool little nifty whatevers and you had to open it up on saran wrap everything, put the little price tag, tag ticket thing on it, then go put it on a shelf real quick. Then all these big boxes you had to learn to break down. You had to do them, you know, put them up together, smush them, whatever. Take my little 14 year old ass to the dumpster and dump them in there. Okay. I'm all little trying to make some money. So that was my first job. Second job was Burger King. That was fun. Okay. I was what? 15, maybe. No, I was 15. So second job was Burger King, right? I worked at Burger King. Um, I'm not afraid to say that, you know, that's no, what I did. I that's, that's my story of working, you know, cause I'm a hard worker and this is where it all stems from. So, um, Burger after King. Burger King, yeah, have your way. Never just kidding. <laughs> um, so, you know, Burger King was the, the very second job. After that, um, I was 16 so years best. old. I was still in high school at the time. I did the dual enrollment program, which means that you get to go to some college courses during that time frame. And then I also did OJT, which was on the job training. So in my senior year, half of the school day I was supposed to be working at a place. So my third job was Suncoast Ford, and I was a switchboard operator. So I knew how to you know, run the switchboard. I did so good there. They put me back in the accounting. I did inventory. I did accounting. I did a lot. I learned how to do a lot of different things. So, you know, this is just to kind of show you. And then at the time, right after that, that's when I got into medical assisting. I went to my medical school, and I went to all that other fun stuff. And got into all these great things and my very very first medical assisting job ever i think i was 17 turning 18 so yes i was a young buck and i worked at north pinellas children's medical center in palm harbor as a medical assistant for 13 doctors so that's where kind of like my origin my basic origin story comes from because i feel like people should understand that you know it just i'm it's built in my blood to work i like to work um, I like to be successful, hence the reason why I met my amazing husband, and he's great, great, so he's super old school. And he's like, okay, I'm going to need a woman that can cook and clean. I'm sure I can cook and clean, you know, because now I know how to cook. Thank you, John. Um, and I do know how to clean. Thank you, Mom. Um, <laughs> but I can't say that I would say, listen, I'm not staying home to do this stuff because, unfortunately, my skill set is just way too, too great to just waste inside the house scrubbing a toilet bowl. So, um, you know, off we go, off we go, boom, boom, bam. Worked in the medical field for many, 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 many years. I've done everything you could possibly think of and worked in almost every single specialty practice. Um, you know, and then boom. We fast forward to, you know, the Titan days. Um, I was working at this doctor's office at the time, and this was just, uh, this, this was fate. I think, it, wait, I think it's important fate. to talk about some of the different practices you were in. So... You start out at, at you know the pediatrician, yep. basically you know yep. kids North Pinellas, and then nephrology was a big one in there. I mean, no, she, she no. After that months. was more implant me. That was a good one because I did rounds at different places, um, you know where I was able to go work for internal medicine. I worked for OBGYN. I worked for primary care. Um, I worked in dermatology. So I worked at Monticello's office. That was great. Um, I've worked in every practice almost, you know, and then. After that, I think I want to say, yep, dialysis and nephrology. nephrology. I worked in that for so a while. So it's kidneys, if you guys don't know. Yep, worked in that for a while. I, and then I, I pretty much maxed out all my, you know, all my different places I could work at. Well, because I get bored very easily. Um, so once I learned the whole entire kit and caboodle, and there were, I felt like there was nothing else I could learn, and I, like, mastered it, 
I was like, you know what? I got to do something different. That's when I went. I taught the medical assisting mm -hmm. program over at Everest University. That was probably one of one of the most rewarding jobs that I ever had. So mm -hmm. that was a great job. Um, you know, so I have about, I want to say, this makes me sound so old, but I have about, what, 15 or 16 years of medical experience, right? So, you yeah. know, that makes life easy, you know, when you want to go open a clinic because at the time I'm telling him, I'm like, hey, listen, half of these patients, right, they would come in, right, and we'd be rooming them or working them up or doing whatever we're going to do if we're going to, you know, let's just say we're going to numb them up for a, uh, you know, we're going to remove a mole or what, whatever it was going to be, right? So, you know, they're talking to you as you're kind of, you know, working them up, whatever it might be. And they're telling you, you know, oh, man, I really wish that the doctor would have talked to me about this. And they had already left the room. I only got to talk to the doctor for one minute. Oh, I kind of feel like they rushed me through my visit mm -hmm. or the doctor doesn't really care about me or whatever it might be. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're complaining about the patient care and the bed bedside manner. That's mm -hmm. a huge one. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been telling John, I'm like, you know, there's got to be a way, which is going to cut like, obviously, it's here now, concierge medicine. Right. You know, there's got to be a way for these people to feel better you right. know to feel like people actually care because genuinely i care like and i wouldn't be in the medical field for as long as i've been if i didn't genuinely actually give a shit so i mean i truly truly care you know i care about people um i like most of the people <laughs> um you know i can't say i like everybody because i'd be lying to you um but you know that's kind of background on that portion so yeah. at the time i was doing a management position um in a private doctor's office and you know long story short i leave there i'm going on my lunch break i get in my car real quick this is in a parking lot and i put it into reverse this cadillac put it into reverse boom get hit by a doctor that's on call that was obviously not paying attention speeding in a parking lot going 50 going 50 in a parking lot totaled my Cadillac. The guy took the half, the whole half of the car, got off the car and was on the other side of the yeah, parking lot. the front lot. bumper was gone. The back, the back. Back bumper. The back, it was on the other side of the parking the lot. bumper, that's all I remember. So, I mean, after that, you know, I, I, was, in a, I was in a sling, I, you know, I had a partial dislocation in my jaw. It was terrible, it was absolutely terrible. I'm telling you, even when we called the cops to say that there was an accident, people were like, Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That we'll be there when we get there, cause it's just a parking lot. I'm sure it's just a fender bender. Yeah. They show up and it's like, uh, what happened here? <laughs> so you know that kind of started this. You know, this had to be. Everything happens for a reason. You know, everything I, happens. I truly for a do believe that. Even in the worst case scenarios, when really bad things happen, I gotta say, like, I'm like, okay, there's gotta be a reason this is happening. You know, I because I. I don't do bad things to people, so I shouldn't be getting some crazy karma coming back to me now. So, you know, I'm like, all right, so I'm in the sling, you know, I have to do all these doctor's appointments. My doctor's office, ironically, they wouldn't let me come back to work because the guy that hit me was their friend. So, um, you know, obviously if we're going through this whole long kit and caboodle of dancing of who's going to be paying the bill and who's going to be covering all this stuff. You know, they're going to want 100% clearance, and unfortunately, they wouldn't give me 100% clearance because I had my arm in a sling, okay? Yep. So there was that, you know, and then so I started hanging out with John because that's always fun. And, always uh, following me, right? <laughs> so this, 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 this thing just fell in our lap, right? So fast forward, we discuss how there's people that were getting, doing, the, I guess there were people that were trying to do this business, mm -hmm. um, but 
we were doing it very, very, very wrong. So we, when we seen it, right? So I was working with doctors, athletes, and I was putting like the, it wasn't Titan at the time. It was calling their name. Uh, we were putting this thing together, right? It was originally called Atlas Medical Group. That was our original name. So glad it was. We were going to partner with some other guy at this point, um, and you know that just didn't go well. We had all the information, all the knowledge, all the clientele, and everything like that. And it was just kind of like we asked to do like, hey, listen, like you're gonna do some work here. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna wait to see how things work out. Wait. And we're like, wait. For we, what? We, we're, we're talking about we're throwing 100 percent in this all the time. Like you ain't bringing no money. You ain't bringing no other value. Like what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just, well, I'll tell you what. You're just gonna wait. You can see how everything goes for yourself. We're gonna go and we're gonna start. We'll start our own thing by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the guy's like, "Well, I want to keep the name Atlas Medical Group." And I'm like, "Okay, keep it. Go ahead. I want to keep the logo." And it was like go Atlas holding this obviously this world and stuff like that on his shoulders. <laughs> uh, like you know, keep that. So yeah, yeah. You know, everybody asks like, you know, where the name Titan come from? Well, <laughs> I would say I'm Greek, and it was my name originally. So. I'm thinking about it, and we were, we were thinking there, we were sitting there in our bedroom, I can, I'll remember to this oh day. Oh, my God. We're like, man, like, what are we going to call ourselves, you know? Like, damn, Atlas was our, our main thing, you know? Uh, it was Greek, you know, went to the theme, and we're like, you know what? Atlas was a titan. So that's where Titan Medical Center came into play. Everybody always asks that, too. Like, why'd like, your like, name it yeah, Titan? You know, that's such a good name and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And then, you know, the column. Well, you know what? Greeks love columns. Right. So that's where the column came into play in, in the logo. I remember. You we know, had to design it. Yeah, we designed it. All that it, fun stuff. Um, which was, you know, we did something pretty simple, I think. You know, to, uh, I'm just being honest with you guys because that's all we could do at the time. We had no other resources to start. The no, company. you guys have to remember. So, like, I had to go on unemployment, aka had to fight for that because they didn't want to even give it to me. So I had to go on unemployment. So we weren't making that income, and you know, it just it wasn't it wasn't a good time. You know, um, we 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 definitely faced some really seriously like some very bottom Challenges. bottom bottom times. You know, as far as. Yeah. yeah, trials and tribulations uh, man, all the way around. I mean, it was it was really really hard, and, and for us like. We're like, listen, we have a $2,000 tax refund check. Tax we never seen any tax refund anymore, but <laughs> at that point we did. Um, and we're like, man, like, what are we going to do? Are we really going to do this? I was so scared, too, because 2000 bucks, honestly, $2,000. That's a lot of money. That, I mean, it's it to anybody, is. it's still a lot of money, okay? It but is. back then, like, I mean, listen, remember, I was yeah. like, I mean, I'm not, I was that girl that was going to Amscott. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. And Amscott, man, they get you good. Because you're just coming back to pay the money again to go back in the stupid wheel of paying more money. So, thank you for getting me she out of She never that. went to, to, to that damn Amscot with me. I found this no, out. No, this is, this is before when she was dating Listen, age, I had my you know. ego, and I'm like, listen, I got my own money. Oh, I don't need I, your money. So, yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. So, and that, that, I found out about found this. Out about I'm it. like, you're never doing this again. <laughs> and, you know, it's just what it is what it is. So, Whatever, you know, yeah. when... When you're having to go to Amscot, they get you in that cycle. They want to lend you money. So yep. at that point, they can accrue the interest on you. You're in that that forever going cycle, and you're always going to owe them money no matter what. You know, So it's just a thing. Now, some people really need that to get by or survive. I totally understand. But you know, if you don't and everything, don't get in that, that but this situation. Was like a, it was like a do or die moment, right? It was do or die. Do or die. It was all it was in, die. all out. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm like, John, I'm telling you, if this doesn't go doesn't go right, we are screwed. We really didn't have a plan B. You know, that, that's, you know, no plan B that, that's hard. Yeah. Because even nowadays, like, I'm all about preparing and what's plan B going to be just in case yeah. something goes wrong or something goes south. Because yeah. most of the time, nothing ever works out like you plan it. You plan it in your head. You have it on paper. <laughs> so true. You put all this time and effort into it. And 
boom, curveball hits you. And they're like, oh, shoot, what do I do now? You know, I, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. You know, I was prepared to go this way, but it just, it goes, you know, instead of right, it goes left. And you're just like, oh, man, what do I do now? So yeah. at that point, you know. Opened up the phone line. Yeah, we got a cell phone. The, uh, yep, yep. Got yep. a cell phone, got the business line. We opened up the LLC. I'll never forget that. That was in Panera. I mean, yeah. you know, we did that. And then, you know, literally, we didn't have anywhere where we didn't have a place to go to see patients because we couldn't afford rent. You know, because usually with rent, you're going to have to put down first, last, and security, you right? You got to sign a lease. Yeah. I mean, we, we had no money. No money. I don't, I don't know how to explain that to people no. sometimes. But we had no money, okay? So you, you need money to do things unless, I mean... You got to work the magic, you know? Yep. So we had um, an ophthalmologist that uh, was ever so kind to allow us to use it. It was a back room that he had. Um, they had a medical suite in yeah. back. It was like 2,500 square foot that they weren't using. Right. Um, so at that point, you know, they let us use this or rent this per day and then it was per week. Um, luckily, we had a physician who's still with us today at that point who was working with us and seeing the patients. Literally, you know, like... When I tell you guys, like, okay, this is what I'm trying to explain to you guys, because I feel like you guys don't really understand. Yeah. So, you know, at the time, we still had, like, this little part-time gig that we did in the nightclub scene, right? So, I mean, that's how we know everybody in the nightclub scene. So, you yeah. know, we were doing it a little bit. John was managing some social media stuff yeah. for them. Um, he's the marketing guru. You know, I was running the go-go dancers, you know, doing their outfits and all this other fun stuff. Um, so, you know, we literally had to build the business step by step because usually you get in the business right now that i know you know you get into the business and you got to have money for advertising dollars and you got to you know put up advertising somewhere so people know who you are and see you right this was literally shaking hands kissing babies i mean you had to literally it was one patient at a time yeah. we didn't even have the money to afford an emr system back yeah. then that was kind of normal to have paper charts right yeah, paper charts. so we had paper charts right oh, we had the, the manila folders we had paper charts we had the new patient paperwork laid out we got a healthcare attorney that that's the money we did have to put into that oh, yeah um because they do ask for their little deposit or whatever you know we have to have a healthcare attorney so we had that um, we had like a little clear bucket where we put the charts into, you know, that we held at the office. And I'll never forget that bucket. Never forget that um, bucket. And we just, we, we, we paid by the like half day that we could. So let's just say we were, okay, cool. We got our first five patients, right? We're going to see these five patients um, on Thursday from, you know, let's just say two to four, two to five, whatever it is. And we had to pay the doctor per, per hour per patient. I think it was per patient at the yep. time. And we paid whatever it was that we stayed there for, right? Yep, yep. So that's kind of like where we started, yep. you know? And we, I mean, then we had to go out and we had to make friends at gyms and all these other fun stuff. So the gyms, right? Super cool people. My, I mean, one of them, Ed, Ed over at Gold's. I mean, I'll never forget him. He's probably Absolutely. the first one that we did it with. Absolutely. We had to set up, you know, a promotional table. So, you know, then I'm like, shoot. I'm like, now we got to get promotional items, right? Yep. So we could only afford, it was like the super most basic thing. It was like a little banner, black banner yep. titan thing on top of like oh, a man. little six foot table. Okay, now granted, right? Because remember, we didn't have the money. I got some of these pictures crazy. I'm going to show it to you guys one day. I'm telling you, I'll put it up on this thing. So we even like the lead, like, you know, when you, right now you type in your information into an iPad and it goes to this place that collects your email and sends you a cool email once a month, like mm -hmm. once a month or week or whatever, right? 
at this time we had it on a little brown clipboard this big and i literally had to cut the sheets right and on the sheet it had name oh, phone number sheets. email and i would have to write it down and me and john we worked the booths ourselves because we couldn't afford promo girls right so what did we do we worked the booth ourselves That's right. so you were good, literally, literally gonna see us before you walked out of there, and I swear to you not, I'll stand there, I was gonna give you a bag before you left, tell you what we did, I mean, it was just what we had to do. Yeah. I mean, you have to, I, I had, we had no shame in doing what we needed to do to get where we needed to go. And you know, I'll never forget, you know, just staring at the cell phone that would like ring only a couple times a day to start, you know, and I would just be like, John, are you sure about this? Like. I don't know, John. I I, I don't know. I, I just <laughs> are you sure it's like we're gonna be successful? Like, is this okay? Do you think it's gonna be okay? And he's just like, baby, I'm telling you, one day that phone is never gonna stop ringing. Is never gonna stop ringing. And I was like, you know, I at that time, you know, because I don't come from an entrepreneurial background. My I come from your nine to five work, make your forty thousand, thirty five thousand, whatever it is per year, and make your make your bills pay for what you need to pay for, save up a, a whole year, and then go on vacation. You know, that, that was what I was taught. I wasn't taught to think outside of the box until I met him. Yeah. And I had to put some trust in him to know that we were gonna make it. Like, you know, cause I wasn't sure if we were gonna make it. You and it's scary. You, you gotta <laughs> believe in yourself, right? And uh, a lot scary. of people won't believe in you, even at that point in time. A lot of people did not believe in what we were doing, not believe no, in us. No, nobody believed in us. And, I mean, I, I'm going to say it, guys. I don't care because you guys know that I'm straight up. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, nobody believed nobody in us. Nobody did. Not, I love you guys, mom, yeah. papu, yeah. yaya, yeah. but not even our parents believed in us. Yeah. Nobody did. So we had to believe in each other. Yeah, nobody nobody was there for us. And you know, I think our biggest strength was was me and her together. Yeah. Usually entrepreneurs, they have to start by themselves. And, and at that point, they build everything by themselves. Some people have been, you know, um, lucky like Elon Musk. He had his brother, and like he had some support there. Um, but yeah, I mean, when when everybody's telling you no, it's not going to work, or, or you guys are crazy, you guys are crazy, or you guys should be doing something else. You know, you have a two-year-old at home. You guys have to worry about. Yeah, you this guys, doesn't work. You guys have lost your mind. You know, at that point, like we knew, we I knew for sure at that point that, you know, because I could see it back then. There's certain things that. You know, I say I can see, right? And I can see it working out to the best. And so true. it's going to be very successful. And there's a couple of things where I've seen that and I've, I've seen the light. If I can't see it, it's hard for me to get 100% behind it. Um, but at that point, I seen it. And so I knew we were going to be able to help people in a, a way that nobody was really helping people at, at that, that time. time. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, you know, yeah. it was like shunned back then. Yeah. And now it's like every, it's the world acceptance. Everybody and their yeah. mom wants to be on hormone yeah. replacement, right? Yeah. HRT is, you know, it's definitely yeah. came to the forefront. Uh, a lot more people are obviously educated in this and a lot of people are doing it. There's a lot of medical providers out there doing it and some are doing it for the wrong reasons. It's all about money to them. It shouldn't be. It's about health and getting people the best results, long-term results, not even short-term results. Um, but, you know, that was the one thing that we've seen. We've seen that, you know, we could definitely help people in a way that people were not helping other people. We could optimize and help people feel better daily that weren't being able to even get treated like this. You know, because a lot of people, they still, they go to their doctor. They don't, yep. 
you know, they tell a doctor what's wrong, and the doctor really doesn't help them. He tells them, hey, let's they apart aging. They don't even listen. Or, they're not even listening, you know? You know? Like, they don't, even, they don't even care. And that's a big thing that we did, too, is we created relationships with our patients. Right. Like, personal relationships. And I hear, I, sometimes I hear it now, like, now, you know, we've been open almost 10 years. And, like, I, there was one guy, ugh, I, I'm, ugh, I can't even. But anyways, there was one guy, and he's like, you know, I just don't understand, you know, sometimes like the fact that you can even that you text your patients and that, you know, that's just so that's so weird. It's for a medical office to text your patients. Well, actually, no, it's actually very convenient to be able to text your doctor's office and get what you're looking for in a jiffy. This okay? is another added it's, provided service that Titan did. And this is how we started off. Yes. Nine and a half years ago. Now you're seeing all these platforms out there where people are trying to take advantage of this, especially because when COVID hit, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's all you could do is virtual this, virtual that. We were so far ahead of the game and doing and providing these services. Even now to this point, when you talk about text messaging, mm -hmm. you know, you're always going to get a personalized text from us, right? From somebody that's real live. There's no live. bots. There's no bots. There's no mass text no messaging. There's no bots. So every month when, Looking we're, for one, know, when we're filling thousands and thousands of patients are following up every month, every 28 days, or people have problems, they're talking to a real live person. Yeah. You know, and that that's a lot more on us. Like, you know, even that, like, you know, people want to talk about the glitz event, but they have no idea what happens in the background in the back scene of things you know and um you guys have no idea so like you know we were we were in that office in trinity um you know we did the chamber of commerce thing where we got to open the ribbon and, cutting and listen me and john we did every job you know yeah. so like you know front desk you know guess what yeah. front desk hi i'm sure it's nice to meet you so yeah we're gonna check you in that 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 whatever yeah. okay cool so then pulling back into the room, da, da, da. Okay, hi, I'm Sharice. I'm gonna do your vital signs. Yep, we're gonna work you up, bop, 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 bop. So we do all that. Then the doctor come in, do his doctor thing. At the end, bop, 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 here I am again. Hi, I'm Sharice. Yep, we're just gonna check you out, okay? We're gonna make sure we follow up with you in about 30 days or so. And then 30 days later, hi, I'm Sharice. Just following up with you again. I should have just at least called myself at least Amanda, Stephanie, you know, and made a couple names. You know, I was wearing a couple hats. I might as well have been you know, at least a couple names or something. Yeah, I've always, I never really liked the name yeah. Sharice anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I, it was just us. He did everything. Yeah. All the advertising. He still does. We still run to this day, nine years later. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. And guys, please do not take advantage of this on Instagram. Okay. Me and John are the only people that have access to Instagram for Titan Medical. Mm -hmm. We answer every single message to this day, mm -hmm. nine years later. Mm -hmm. We have not hired anybody to go in there and mm -hmm. to answer messages for us. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the text messages. I see mm -hmm. every single text message from every single patient mm -hmm. up until this day. I see every single message. Yeah. Every answer that goes out, I see everything, right? Yeah. So we're in the Trinity office. Boom, boom, boom. So what happens? They, so <laughs> they we're, kick we're, us out. We're, no, listen, we're, we're finally like. <laughs> oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah, and this always happens <laughs> to us. So listen, once we think things are starting to really, you know, smooth out, get going, boom, that's when the curveball hits, right? I'm like, look, when we filled this. are not whole, expecting it. We filled this whole bucket, this clear bucket yeah. that you get from Staples. We filled it all up with these, like, I want to say it fit about 50 charts. And I'm like, oh, my God, we have 50 patients. This is so cool. We, I know we can do this. Like, and I'm yeah. really starting to believe in it. Yeah. I'm like, and they like us. And, yeah. you know, we can do this, you know. I, I'm, I, we could really do this. Yeah. I really think it's doable. And we were just starting to pick up a little momentum. And we, I think we were in there, like, two half days a week. And, yeah. you know, that was almost like, yes, we can do this, do this, do this, right? right? Now, granted, you guys have to remember, 
we were still starting the business. And it's not like we were making tons of money no. with these orders coming in because it was one hand is kind of washing the other. Yep. You know, we really just had to take that money to pay the doctor and then take that money to go and pay where we were renting from for that little bit of time frame. And then obviously, hopefully put a little bit of food on the table for our kid. Yep. And then, you know, where I think we were behind in our mortgage payment too at some point, but, you know, try to catch up on the mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. So um, we've always, ta always talked about wanting to go to Tampa, right? And then boom. So our first year, obviously, we were in that Trinity area, and, like, everybody had to fly in from the airports. They were flying in and driving 45 minutes to Trinity. Our Tampa patients were driving 30, 45 minutes to get there. So at that point, we got hit with this right out of left field that, hey, listen, guys, we're going to have to use that back office suite oh from now God. on. I think I cried for, um, like, two days. You guys got 30 days to get out. Like, <laughs> I think I cried for, like, 30 two days. days? Like, 30 days to get out? Like, and I'm thinking in my mind, because I'm a business guy, I'm like, man, we got to find a place. And it's not just find a place. It's real easy. Oh, you guys just go find a place. You guys got 30 days to do it. No, no, no. Guys. You got to find a place, sign a lease, make sure the build out or it looks all right inside where it makes some <laughs> sense to how things are going to run through there, right? Because you have to have some sort of flow, too, for a medical office. Right. It's not just, you know, you have administrative offices. and that's Yeah, you just can't walk in and have a bunch of little cubicles. I mean, literally, guys. So we're like, all right, so we got to make the move to Tampa. Hi to everybody out there. Thanks for supporting Hi. us. We appreciate you yeah, guys. Yeah, I love you guys too. If Thank you. If you have any questions, and I've seen there was a couple about medical questions, leave them to the end. We'll go back and we'll answer all these questions for you guys. All right, so basically at that point, they're like, yeah, you got 30 days. So I'm like, oh, 30 days. I'm like, oh, this is great. So we got to find a place in Tampa. And so we start looking. We're like, you know, we didn't have no realtor at the time. I remember, I don't even know how we found places, but we, we had somebody, as far as that goes, we finally got in contact with, put us in somebody contact, and they started showing us a couple locations. We're like, this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. Time's ticking. It's ticking. Plus, we're still up seeing patients and, and flowing medical right. style, so, right? Yeah, so we're answering the cell phone, like, while we're on the road. Oh, my God. You know, he's driving, like, I'm on the road, like, thank you for calling Time Medical Center. This is Sharice. I can help you. Yes. And we're talking to people on the phone, yeah. trying to manage of where in the hell yeah. are we going to run the office from yes. now? Because we're taking in new calls. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so terrible. We're like, oh, man. So I, literally we found a place in Tampa that was really nice. It was off Northwest Shore. Yep. Um, you know, it was like, I think it was like, uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I want to say it was like, 15. Eight, was it was 50, I thought it was 1800 square 1, foot or square something feet. like that. Just enough. Who cares? Just enough. Like, they, give me in. They built us a wall in a week, you know, so we could separate the lobby portion to the, to the medical consultation rooms and back. Um, so it was just, it was really nuts. And I think we only had three at the time, right? Yeah. It was three. Yeah. So, you know, it was just, it was really hard, you know, and uh, at that point. Remember, you don't just get this place now. Yeah. Right? You got to do, like, the whole they first class. They do a background and... check on you, credit. Not only that, like, you have to furnish that. the place. The place is a big shell. This is another thing. You have to furnish the place, right? right? So, legit, guys, I'm not even kidding to you. Like, so, I, you know, obviously, I'm, I'll measure and tape, tape measure everything. I'm like, we got to get some, you know, we yeah. have to at least have a couch. We have to have one desk. You know, this minimum, minimum, yeah. right? We did massage tables as the, the doctor bed because yeah. that's all we could afford at the yeah. time. Yeah. And, like, two little basic chairs in there, right? Because yeah. that's all we could afford at the time. And so I'm literally in, like, Canes, <laughs> so right? Yeah. I'm literally in Canes, right? And I'm on the phone, like, talking to a patient, going, like, you know, trying to go through their stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, can you give me one moment, please? And this, I put him on hold, and I'm like, okay, let me just measure this real quick. I'm like, yeah, this will work. This will work. And he's like, are you sure you want this? I'm like, I don't even care. Just pick something out. I'm like, it, it matches. Great. Just put it in the office. Who cares? 
that's how we got into the Tampa. You know, we wanted to come to Tampa, so I mean, yeah. we were pushed into coming to Tampa. Yeah. That was a terrible experience. Yeah. I never want to do it again. So it, it always <laughs> happens like that with us. Uh, you know, terrible. Everybody hates change and fights change. So at that point, you know, it, for us anyway, every time a door has closed, and we've thought, man, this is like a nail in the coffin type situation. <laughs> oh no, the business is over. It's always opened a way better door when we walk through it. So that was a, a game changer for us as far as that goes. And now remember now, we didn't have any investors, no angel investors, no, no money no. as far as that goes. No. Everything we did came from what we produced. Yep. You know, so everybody out there that sees glitz and glam, they, they think that's what Tight Medical Center is now. That's really not. We're still putting in a ton of hard work. And back then, that was just one step. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we had a, I think we had a three-year lease in that place. Yep. Um, we decided three-year lease. I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to be able to be, have business for three years. Right. You know, and that's... We're going to have enough money to pay... Are we going to have enough money to pay the rent? I'm yeah. asking him because I'm like, listen, he done all, he did all the business stuff. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I hope you got this all squared up because yeah. I'm like, you know, we live in Land of Lakes. We're going to have to drive here. I'm like, oh, we live in Trinity back then. Yeah. Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't, you know, then. how are we going to do this? Like, are you sure we can do this? And he's like, I'm telling you, Sharice, we can do it. I'm we telling you it. we can do it. I was always like, you know, the negative Nancy. I still am to this day, but I was always negative Nancy. I'm like, oh my God, we can't do this. We can't do this. We can't do this. So just one thing after the other, but to this, you know, every single day, I want to remind you for nine years, every single day, we have worked yeah. every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. every single day we've worked. Yeah. Even if we went on vacation, yeah. thank goodness with our child for once, I still worked, Absolutely. still bust open my laptop, still answering emails, still making sure the office was running the way that it should. Every single day. Still running social media, still Every doing all that. Every single I mean, day. It, it never stops. Every single day. By now, you would think we would have hired a whole damn team to run the uh, social media. Yeah. You know, there. not to say that there's not a lot of girls in the office because I got my A team here. Thank Absolutely. you for that. Thank you for my girls. Absolutely. But we still are growing so you know it's got to be right and you know we because we put blood sweat and tears into this right you know it it's hard for me to want to allow franchises to happen you know because we weren't in it for just the money right. we that, the money was a byproduct right. by doing what we need to do the right way right. and we did everything by the book yeah. you know we didn't we didn't go in any gray areas we didn't service people with more money to give them what they wanted just because they wanted it like we were strict we're still strict we're yeah. that is how we ran the business and it's like you know Fast forward through all these different things that we had to go through, because I mean, there was way more trials and tribulations. You know, now we've made it to this amazing, beautiful building in Channel Side, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what, 10,000 square feet all together? Yep. All the way through? Yep. 10,000 square feet, you know, um, you know, we've done well for ourselves, thank goodness. You know, but I feel like, you know, it's gotten to that point, and this sucks, because like, you know, I told you guys that I didn't grow up with any money, right? So when I was growing up, people that were around me, and I'm sure people that will watch this video, people that were around me, they were around me because they wanted to be around me. I didn't have anything for you. I didn't have four wheelers at my house. I didn't have any cool PlayStation games for you to come and play. I was, I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have nothing. I could go play some basketball with you yeah. down at the, you know, down at the Boys and Girls Club, you know, but the I, rec I mean, center. or the rec center, you know, whatever it is, but all I had to give was myself. So to be in the position that I am today, sometimes I definitely, I, I would be lying to you, I feel 
I don't feel good. Like sometimes people make me not feel good. And it's cause you know, I, I'm like, okay, why are you around? Like, what do you want? You know, cause it's, I've never thought that way, but as we've grown, <sighs> now I have had to be forced my hand to think that way, yeah. you know? And obviously I'm sure we've been through, you know, our, our stories of people that we thought were close to us that just wanted to be around us, take advantage of whatever it was they could get, you yeah. know? Um, you know, it's, it's, it is so true, you know, like uh, the more successful you get, like the less friends you have, you know, the less people you surround yourself with. I mean, I couldn't imagine if I didn't have John, like, you know, I would be alone, you know, I would, I would be alone. Oh, cool. I have great amount of money. I'm so successful. Cool. But you're like by yourself because, you know, when, once you get up there, you have to start thinking like, you know, why are these people around, you know, like, okay, cool. We got... Yeah, I, I would be lying to you if I told you that I didn't look at my car downstairs. Before, I mean, before I got in it, sometimes just to be like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out today. This, this, and this is happening. I'm so mad. This is going on. This patient's not missing his package. And it stresses me out when you guys are mad or you guys are upset. And that's why I'm like on it, on it, on it, on it, on it all day. Just like that all day, all day, all day, all day. And all people see sometimes is just the glitz and glamour. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, they got a cool car. Oh, cool. They're doing these events. Oh, cool they're out at this one place jumping around having a good old time well thank god i'm glad i could jump around for three you know three hours and listen to some tiesto yeah. i need to i need to decompress my brain before it explodes it's good for mental health okay you gotta have mental Seriously. health along with physical health i'm literally gonna explode absolutely but it's like you know i i don't feel like people understand the origin of the story where we come from people that have known us forever kind of know the story we know we I mean, we didn't really tell people we were going through at the time because that's our personal business right. of like you know we were out at the club like doing our little side club gig nobody knew where we were going through at the time that we were struggling for money or yeah. whatever it was um you know we just played along and did what we got to do you know go home you know start it the next day do what you got to do you know so you start out with you know manila folders and a bucket and a cell phone and and turn it into the business that it is today you know where we have thousands and hundreds of thousands of patients you know and try to keep up obviously with the same customer service that we started with because that's most important to us right gotta keep standards that, that's why i'm involved in the day-to-day -day operations to make sure that the standards are kept up too and it's not easy guys you know like i tell john all the time i'm like you know it's a lot of pressure like on us and i mean john he doesn't complain really you know but i mean i don't really bitch about it but you know it pisses me off because it's like okay so you get you get successful right you work your you work your ass off right so then what do you do what do you do like do you just sit there do you do, you're not allowed to go you can't go on a vacation no is that bad Oh, wait, wait. Can you go get a nicer car? You know, because I was, I think at the time I was driving a Malibu. Yeah. You know, I've always paid for all my own vehicles. I've always worked my ass off. Can I, can I go get a nicer car after saving for about five or six years? Yeah. You know, I, I, am I not allowed to do that either? I, I just want to know what, what, what is right and what's wrong for when you have worked your ass off or say there's some of you guys out there, let's just say that you're you're on like a regular person you don't even own a business right and you go to work from 8 a.m to 6 p.m and you you grind right you grind 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 you grind for years right the people that own the business they give you raises you put it away 
You know, they give you they give you a bonus here or there, you put it away. You know, every little bit you get, you're like, hey, listen, you know what? Out of every paycheck, I'm gonna put 200 bucks away because I wanna buy a Mercedes in three years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you put it away, you put it away, put it away, put it away. So what do you do in three years? If you say, oh, listen, we I met this goal, I saved, we did it, I worked my ass off, cool. I'm gonna go get that car I wanted. Or I'm gonna go get that whatever I wanted. Whatever you wanted to get. It could have been anything. You know, you reward yourself with whatever it might be. So it's like, you know, I, I just wanna figure out like what is the right and what is the wrong. There's never gonna be a right or wrong, just with people out there. It just is what it is, especially in the age that we're at. You know, people, I don't care what it is, they're always gonna have a downside to something. It doesn't matter what the topic is. There's always gonna be a right or wrong. Um, and people will be in between there and just commenting left or right. So, you know, at that point, I, I think to a certain extent, like, you can't care about what everybody thinks. You know, obviously, you know, for us, you know, we want everybody to like us. We want, you know, we want to do right by yeah. everybody out there. Um, but, you know, some people, it doesn't matter. If you, if you go the extra mile or do these different things, they're still going to be unacceptable, uh, unaccepting of who you are or what you're doing, you know? So... It is what it is. I mean, I'm and it much takes everything. That. It does. It ta- I, I mean, I'm not really past it, you know. And it takes. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, it's super annoying. And you know, especially for me, if somebody doesn't come from anything, and it's like, you know, well, I mean, I'm gonna work. Like, I'm gonna, you know, I bust my ass every day. Like, I have to have some sort of, like, you know, everybody has a dream or an end goals, right? Like, there's got to be an end goal somewhere, yeah. right? As of right now, I'll be totally honest with you. Because I love what I do, like I am in love with my job, right? I am in love with my job. I love what I do. I love our patients, 95% of you. I love our patients, you know, and I, I don't mind. And as of right now, there really isn't like an end goal for me, like to, you know, like I'm going to do this and then go sell off the company or do whatever it might be, right? Because I just, I, I'm, I do think in the moment, you know, I think in the moment, I love what I do. I don't mind working. I, I'm a workaholic. It is what it is, you know, and I, I, I don't mind, you know, but it just, sometimes it just, it's a little, it bothers me a little bit. You know, people, it does. Should, people should have goals out there, right? And the whole point is to achieve that goal. So if the goal is, hey, listen, I want to buy a house. Right, or buy a right? home. You're working towards that goal, and that's the motivation to it. It will help you mentally. Um, and then, you know, once you achieve that goal, what's the next goal? You know, there should always be some sort of progression in life, and that's John always that's that. our motto, right? <laughs> that's definitely my motto. It's always progression. Where are we going to next, right? That doesn't mean we're not humbled and we're not satisfied for what we have. But if you're just going to be complacent in life, it's like dying. You know, if you're not moving forward, you're dying. If you're moving backwards, you're dying. So you said this to me a whole life. You have to keep moving forward. And then the other portion of this is, is that, you know, if it was easy, everybody oh would God. be doing it or, or saying I it or is what it is. You know, it's so true. Like. <laughs> You know, and what we do, it you know, we make it look really easy. We make it look really easy. It's not easy. It's a lot not. of people have definitely tried to knock us off and, and try to copycat some of the different things, and they find out it's not that easy. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 a good thing, you know, that we're making it look like you gotta that. Ha- listen, you're going to have to have, listen, for anybody out there that does want to open their business or does want to do something or whatever it might be, listen, if you guys have the drive, and the motivation and your heart is in it, 
I mean, listen, there's days I will stay up to two, three o'clock in the morning because I got to make sure that everything's going to run right the next day. Yeah. You know, I, I have to do it. I've, no one's going to do it for me. Yeah. Even when I had COVID, I could barely breathe, you know, I, I, or walk for that matter. I still had my laptop in front of me with a nebulizer and taking my dexamethasone every two hours to make sure I don't die, you know, and writing people back on the text messages. Cause I'm dedicated, yeah. you know? So like, it just, I want people to know like where we come from and like that whatever we have now, it wasn't just handed to us on like a nice little cute silver platter, you know, mommy and daddy didn't give us any money to open our business and, you know, make it nice and fluffy, you yeah. know, to, to get where we're at today. Cause yeah. it, it, nothing has been easy to yeah. get where we're at today. Somebody told me the other day, like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'm self-made and I did, they made these moves and stuff like that. I'm like, wow. I'm like, you know, how'd you start this company? Like, if you're like, you know, like start out by yourself. Like, how did you like buy this company? Like, you know, I got a loan from my dad for three million dollars, but I paid him back interest. Must be nice. Damn, I mean, that's a pretty big loan to get. Even if you pay back the interest, that, that's a that's a huge loan to get. Uh, somebody starting off in business right away is not going to get a loan like that. I'm just being honest with you guys. For sure. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Like, you got to have some sort of, you know, financial credibility with banks and stuff like that, collateral and all these good things credit and I, all these things we've learned you know because everything that we've done to this point we've had to learn yeah uh whether it's a hard lesson yeah. or an easy lesson we've had to learn yeah some hard lessons man and we've definitely had some hard lessons we've definitely we had just some, gotta, some you, bumps you, you the gotta road. take the you know take take the rolls take the punches you gotta have that thick skin i'm telling you even when i hire people here i'm like man you better have thick skin to work here because i'm not taking any less you know and that's, we're not, we don't want any less uh, in here you got to be top of the line that's right and you have got to want to work that's right i want to be surrounded by people that are like me yep. they want to work they want they want more in life yep. and they're not just satisfied with just this yeah, the you clock know? in, clock out thing is not going to work for you guys. Like, it's just, you know. Some people are like that. Like, they clock in for the job, they clock out, and then they go home, and that's what it is. You know, they'll clock in. So they, they don't really, they don't want any more, I guess. Or if they do, they're not putting their, you know, their best foot forward to try to achieve that or get what they want. It's just they're, they're, they're complacent, I guess, to yeah, what, no, what so they are. It just, I had to tell some, I mean, that's like, that literally is like 20% of the business of what yeah. we really had to go through. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure me and John worked every single event for yeah. about five or six years. For sure. And then we all, I mean, we go to the majority of events We still go to still. the event. I mean, but no, 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 no. We worked the damn booth. Like, yeah. it was just me and him because yeah. we, we didn't have anybody, we didn't have money to pay. No. You know, so it's like, well, we're gonna have to work it. I don't care though. I like talking to people, and so does he. So I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like a punishment to work it. It was it was fun. So for us, like, and thank you guys for all your support and tuning yes, in. Thank you guys. Thank you, Freedom Light Productions. Said my wife's on fire, and he's been saying some great things. Ah. 1970, Peggy. Thank you. I appreciate you too, uh, as well. You know, it's it's all right to be ambiguous. So that's it. Thank you guys for all tuning Thank in you, so Dwayne. far. We love you, Dwayne. Yeah, what's going on out there? So, Dwayne, my man, how you doing? Ams Tusa. Thank you. We did start from the bottom, and now we are here. So, you know, with that, like, even our first advertising dollars, right? So, we were having to drive from Trinity, Florida <laughs> to Tampa every day for our office now that we leased. Oh, my gosh. And at that point, you know, we're like, damn, like, what are we going to do? Like, we're having to drive this whole time, like, right? So, you know, what can we do for advertising? So, I'm like, listen, I'm like, we're gonna get a Hummer. We're gonna wrap the Hummer, and you know it'll be our moving billboard. Our parents were you like, know? "You guys are stupid." Like, everybody told us they're stupid, right? So stupid. And then we didn't have a lot of money still at that point, so we didn't really have the money to get that either. We, but we, we go, had to do something. We go down to the dealership because I found one online. I'm like, "All right, cool." 
And it has like overall, it has like 106,000 miles on it, right? And I had to finance it. And, you know, I'm sitting there with the finance guy and he's asking me what we do and everything. And I'm telling him what we do is, oh, that's really interesting <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, he's like, honestly, man, he's like, you're lucky they're even financing it. People would not finance this vehicle over 100,000 miles. And I don't think it's a really smart idea for you to do it either. So he's basically trying to talk us out of buying this I'm vehicle. I'm like, wow, this guy's talking us out. So I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, listen, I'm like, you know, even if we get, let's say, you know, 23,000 miles out of it, maybe more, hopefully. I'm thinking, you know, maybe 100,000, maybe yeah, we'll until get 200,000. Yeah, so we get this vehicle, you know, they finally finance it to us. We wrap it and we're driving every day from trinity to tampa which was awesome it was good you it know, was good advertising a lot of people don't understand how many views or impressions they get by a vehicle that's really big and if you're going to do it do it right wrap the whole vehicle do it like not that everybody's wrapping their vehicles no uh, yeah now they are yeah i mean we were um, stupid back then though but that, you know like you see these people and they have the little magnet thing that goes on it's very small and they think oh that's great but you can write off some of it and stuff no, that's that's really not good. You want everybody if you're gonna do it. John your is vehicle, in your face kind of guy. Do it right because everybody gets to see it then. And then you don't understand how many people used to come up to us at yeah. gas stations while we're filling up. Yeah. Oh, what are you guys doing? Oh, I really need this. Oh, can I get a card? Can I tell you know and that's just leads right in the conversation, right? Where people would be behind us driving. Yeah. And they wouldn't know that Sharice is on the inside yeah, yeah, the passenger yeah, that side, was a, there, a funny answering story, the yeah. cell phone. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, we just see a vehicle. Oh, that's great. Oh, <laughs> you know, and then like, you well, know, the one call that we got going down Boy Scout, yeah. where this person was like pissed off. Yeah. I don't know who's driving your vehicles out there, but I'm telling you right now, you better talk to them because yeah. they are all over the road, yeah. and I am just this is just ridiculous. And I and I'm like, yes, absolutely, we will definitely talk to that representative <laughs> right away. I hung up the phone like John. If you don't drive better right now, sort of good. And I'm like, he's like, I'm trying to check an email. I'm like, just drive the car. Just yeah. drive the car. I don't want any more calls yeah. from behind us with a pissed off person. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, the, the point of that story is, is oh it really God. did pay off to have that vehicle yeah. and have it wrapped. It was a good one. Like we still have it. We, no, we don't have that one. We oh, traded yeah. in on a newer one. And, uh, and basically, because I see a deal online, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I got, I got that, the new H2, what I did years ago. I got a hell of a steal. I'm like, man, I was like, I can't pass this up. I was like, we got to do this, Sharice. So I was like, there's certain things where I see, I'm like, man, I'm like, this is a really, really good deal. There's you know, so we can't pass this up. So went and, get, and traded that Hummer in on the new Hummer, you know, um, financed the rest of that, you know, and that's that's the way it was. Um, but it's just crazy, you know, how things work out. Because, you know, when you start things like this, when we did, it wasn't, the money, right? When we're like, oh, we're gonna become millionaires. We're gonna <laughs> no. do all this. I feel, honestly, I never thought we'd you know, even make it to where we're at we today. To to hit the level. Now, did I think we'd be successful? Yes. Did I think that what we had was really niche and really gonna do something? Yes, I did. Um, but uh, I never thought it would take us to the level that it has, and so quickly. You know, when I talk to other people out there and they ask you how long you've been in business and what you're doing and all this, and I tell them, like, wow, that's really really crazy. You know. Um, you know, we've had you know, hedge funds, all kinds of different people that look at our business and stuff like that. Like, man, like you guys have really, really created something here. And like I tell people, I'm like, Titan Medical Center is just not a medical center. We really are a, a lifestyle. We're not a brand, we're a lifestyle. Because I think it's a really healthy lifestyle that you have to get mm -hmm. in. And that's incorporating everything, not just Titan Medical Center therapies, but, you know, the, the walk of life, you know, as far as being active, you know, getting a better diet and nutrition plan, getting better sleep, doing healthy fun activities a clean activity you know so you know whether it's still in the football outside with your loved one your your son or 
you know, having some quality time alone, I mean, that, you know, it is what it is. Try so. to extend your life a little bit and, you know, be, be happy doing it. Absolutely. You but, know, but it's just, it's, it's just funny because, you know, you know, some people, they don't know us and they didn't know us back then. Um, and they comment on what they see now, you yeah. know, and even now, like I said, like, and what she said, like, we're, we're literally working all day, you know, and into the night. And Sharice does work crazy hours and crazy days. So even Sunday is when she starts, uh, you know. And yeah. when I go to bed like 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, she's still up on that damn computer. So yeah. she's really putting a lot of time and effort in these different things. And I think that's what it takes. You know? It takes that. But, you know, I'm telling you guys, it does. Like, it, it does. It, it, it upsets me sometimes when it's like you put in that much work and you put in that much effort. And then not that it, because I really could give a shit about it being recognized at all. I really don't yeah. care. Um, as long as the, the, the day runs smooth here, all of the patients are happy and my employees are not ripping their hair out. Yep. As long as that's going like that, I'm okay with working those hours. It's just, you know, sometimes when I feel like people think, I don't know what you think sometimes, but we are not, we definitely are not on a beach. No. Okay. We're not on a beach. No. We're not hanging out, going to wherever I think, I don't know where y'all think I'm at. I'm here all day. Yeah. And if I'm not here doing something all day, I'm at a meeting doing something for here. Yeah. Or if I'm not doing that, I'm at home doing something for here. That's so true. You know, and I really have to like, you know, just, you know, we've we've made a lot of sacrifices to get where we're at today. Absolutely. I mean, sacrifices. My biggest sacrifice is the time that I have with my son. Right. And that's probably the biggest sacrifice. Me and John, I can make that time up all the time, right? Mm. But with him, you know, it's it's it, this is another baby for us. Right. So this is my second kid. Titan right. is my second kid. Yeah. You know, so I had to do this like you know condensed version of you know how I feel about it because I definitely feel like. You know, people just don't know how much work really goes into it and how much work that me and John really do do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, I mean. And the comments like, oh, we, all you guys do is, general. I don't know what they said. The one, We had one, one person, you know, who's still a patient, um, you know, say like, oh, like, you know, Barbie's doing this. Barbie. And John's driving around his Lambo. Or yeah. Rolls, Rolls Royce. I don't know what the hell it was because I don't have a Rolls Royce. I wish I had a Rolls Royce. I don't have a Rolls Royce, guys. <laughs> Uh, you know, just doing this all day. Like, no, that's not what we're doing all day. I, I'm glad you guys can look at some of the videos and be like, oh, at some of our fun times. Because, listen, that's what it is. We work, we work, we work. And then at that point, like, yeah, some of our events we have fun at. Like, we're real people. We deserve that, we're too. We're real. For mental health, we deserve to have some I mean, release, are we have some fun, and have not be fun? underneath the damn microscope 24-7. Yeah. What do you think we should do? Should we be a little troll in a basement and just be a, at a bench the whole time and working and, and just run ourselves <laughs> in the ground and, 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 and cause health issues or detriment to ourselves? No. We're going to live our best life, too, as well. And, uh, you know, if some people don't like that, I'm sorry. And, and at that point, I think you should, you know, because what we're doing, we don't do anything bad. We really we really have a good relationship with a lot of different people out there. And I think the majority of people that do know us, like know us for real, will say that we're pretty good people. Yeah. Uh, we have open hearts. We help a lot of different people out. We do a lot of charity events and a lot of different things out there. Do whatever we can do to help, you know, knowing that, that you know. It's it's only the right thing to do. Yeah, you I know, mean, you know, it's it's what it is. So I do. Before I want to get off this live, I do want to let everybody know, all of you guys that did support us yes. throughout the years, all the way up until today, and have given us your loyalty yes. and have been by our side through it, through the tough times. You know, I want to say thank you, yeah. and I want to tell you I love you guys. You know, it's, it doesn't go unrecognized. No, of course not. You know, we, we see everything. Like I said, we see social media. We see all, all of that support. 
we hear our personal comments and stuff. I know Louis Scramizi was on here today. Yeah. You know, we got to talk to him today. We've known him a long time, you know, and he's seen us do a lot of different things. And some people have seen us a long time and, and they know what we went through to get you this, this point. And some people don't. They, they just really don't. And they see what they want to see and stuff like that. And we make, you know, the judges or stereotypes, you know, just the way we look. Like, I even seen something ads like, you know, just some of the stupid comments people make, but it is what it is. You know, I understand. I'll that. let him handle the stupid yes. ads because I'll tell you the stupid comments. If so I was coming across Frank Malazzo was the finance guy. Oh my god, guy. that's him. So that's Frank Malazzo, he hey, was on there him. one minute ago. He just commented. I still remember that back was when him. I was the finance guy. I'm literally we drew him like like an hour and a half, you were like, not lying. like Punta Gorda area and stuff like that. I'm literally sitting in because Frank was a <laughs> finance manager. Frank? I'm sitting there in his office like. Uh, normally people wouldn't do this with a, you know, this this Hummer and this amount of mileage and stuff like that. Oh, but he's on here. It was, it's, it's just really crazy. Oh, we love you, Frank. So that's just you know that's just what it that's is, cool. you know. Um, that's cool. You know, so it, it's crazy. It's really cool to see like Frank. Like Frank is, has seen us, you know, he's seen us grow, and I, I think, and he's been around for a long time. I think seven eight years for sure. Frank's yeah. been along. So, um, you know, it's it's really cool you chimed in at this point, too. Uh, what's going on, Amanda? True sh official, excuse me, true chef official page. Definitely got a lot to grow for us, dude. I want some steak. That's another guy supports us. We see it through the post, all that. Strength Addicts, Christian, what's going on? So thank you guys for all tuning in. We got two minutes left. Um, there was a couple questions out here real quick. One was Jay, and he asked us about... Is glutathione. So if you're taking glutathione, guys, I talked about Don't inject it cold. So that's one of the uh, therapies <laughs> that needs to be, you know, injected right into muscularly, but it has to be refrigerated. That's one of the only therapies. There's a couple more, but that's one of the ones that do. So when you take it out, draw it up, let it sit there, you know, for like a couple minutes with the cap on. Um, at that point, it's going to warm up a little bit, um, and then you're going to inject it. It still might have a little bit of a sting, but it should go away pretty quick. Uh, if you want to, like lower that sting rate and it doesn't hurt like you that. You could probably dilute it a little bit. But if you dilute it with a Titan complete or Titan up or like something. a B12, yeah. it's gonna take some of that sting away too. As Let well. it sit out, please. You know, Not cool. I, I inject it every day. So uh, every morning I, I, I don't like I don't like shots, days. but I'll do so it if I have We to. love you too Frank. We love all you guys. <laughs> so cool he tuned Thank in. you guys for Funny. tuning in. <laughs> We're gonna do this, guys, every week. It's usually gonna be one o'clock. Yeah, I'm we sorry had... I didn't go over any therapies. I just, I really had to get some things off my chest. Yeah. It's good though. That's what the soapbox is all about. Yep. Healthy lifestyle and getting things off the chest, so we can have great mental health too, as well as physical health. Mwah. So I'll see you guys later. I'm John. Mwah. I'm Sharif. And we're gone, and we'll see you next week for Gotta another Sharif's go Healthy Lifestyle Soapbox. Later, guys.